there's a reason because I can afford to do it for free because of the way the Lord has blessed financially. And it's not of my doing, but it's of His doing. And it has a part of this, part of this school, part of the reason. Okay, so I had a software company. And the reason it was successful was because of this school. And um, so I can afford to bring snacks to Genesis. I hope you enjoy that. That was to keep you a little bit awake. But, <laughs> but uh, so I want to, we're probably not even going to look at any scripture verses today, but I want, I want you to understand, okay, I'm talking about history today. Uh, that was one of the subjects I disliked the most, and now I'm talking. I'm sorry, Louise. <laughs> there you are. Talk to Louise. <laughs> um, but now I am history, and it, so we're going to look at. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's things have changed, and so we just kind of dug through some of these things here, and it is interesting to see. Uh, I had the opportunity to look at the lives of college students for, um, let's see, I started teaching 44 years ago at another school. So for 44 years, I had uh, a student come up to me uh, this last semester and say, yeah, my grandparents you taught. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, so, but I've had opportunity to see lives change. And it's like, oh, Lord, I want to look out there and say, oh, there, 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 there. There's ones that are going to succeed. And man, have I seen some students succeed? Oh, my, do they have important positions in, in the work for the Lord today? Really important positions around the world. And have I seen some others fail? Oh, yeah. There's a divorced one. There's a bartender. Bible college student's a bartender. There's another Bible college student that became a pastor of a charismatic church and was abusing escorts and hotel rooms around the country and finally expelled and his wife hates him and now is, she was a Bible college student and now has nothing to do with anything Christian because she knows it. So have you made it yet? Mm-mm, every day is a new challenge. How are you going to succeed? Uh, every time you sin, you say, okay, Lord, Confess, I come back, I want to do what's right. So have Bible colleges done, always done well? Well, I want to start, tell you a little bit about um, a predecessor to Montana Bible College because there was another Bible college in Montana before Montana Bible College, and it was called Montana Institute of the Bible. And Montana Institute of the Bible started in the 50s, early 50s, um, and it was actually a... <clears throat> school that started primarily because of the Montana Gospel Crusade and a couple pastors, the pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Bozeman, Montana, which actually is this church. It was a Baptist church until they changed its name to Bible Church, and Billings Bible Church, and a few other pastors around. And Billings Bible Church is no more. It's gone. Hmm. So anyway, this Bible college started, and they started in Billings, and the pastor of this church here went to be the first president of that Bible college, and it was a small, struggling school there, had a, had a hard time, you know, 20 students, had a hard time really paying faculty. It's hard, by the way, finances are tough in a Bible college. 
If you want to have, pay your faculty a living wage in Bozeman, you know how much housing costs in Bozeman? How much does housing, Dan, where did, where did you go, Danny? How much does housing cost in Bozeman? Sure. So, if, and if you buy, a, take a loan on that, you know how much you have to pay every month? And it's like, ah, how can we afford to pay this faculty enough and keep your costs down so that you can afford them? It's really hard. It's really hard. So anyway, this struggling Bible college in, in Billings, and my wife ended up going there, and <clears throat> I always wanted to go to a Bible college. So I would love to have gone there, and uh, my dad said, I'm paying for your college, and I want you to get a paying job when you graduate. Well, yeah, yes. So anyway, so he said, if you go full-time to the local college and take a full load there, you can take extra classes at the Bible college. So that's what I did. So I took a full load and graduated in three years from a regular college and then took side classes at the Bible college where I met my wife. That was the best deal, <laughs> by far, by far. But anyway, I graduated and we got married and uh, we went and taught uh, high school. I taught math in high school in Eastern Montana for a year. And then I had the opportunity, I got a call to teach at a Bible college and they were moving to Lewistown, Montana. And I got an opportunity to teach there. I was 22 years old. Oh, did I make some mistakes? I don't want to think about it. Oh, my goodness. I still make lots of mistakes. So this is a, here, here's a picture from a scrapbook. And you can guess which one I am here. But this is a, and you can, you can pass that around. Don't, don't rip it up. But <clears throat> so anyway, I got to teach at this Bible college. And I taught there for... Uh, four years, and I realized, you know, I really need to have a little better uh, understanding of this material to be <laughs> teaching. And so I, then I went to seminary after that, and, and then graduated from seminary and came back and taught for a couple more years at, at Montana Institute of the Bible. It had changed its name then to Big Sky Bible College. And I was working on accreditation, and uh, it was up in this campus, and I'll show you this picture of this campus here. So this is a uh, so this, okay, this is a scrapbook that they gave me when I left there. But this is a, the MIB campus, and it was up in Maiden Valley, 19 miles from Lewistown, Montana, in the mountains. Gorgeous setting. You just walk out your back door and hunt, walk out your front door and cut firewood, and if you want, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous place. And they moved there partly because in the campus that they had in Billings, uh, they were growing, and as they grew, they needed more water. A funny thing, girls were taking showers. Sometimes the guys would take showers. And it was, they needed more water. And they dug the well, and there was no water there. And it's like, oh, we, they kept hauling water out from town. It's like, this is getting really expensive, and we can't get enough water. And so they found this. It was an Air Force radar station in Lewistown, and they said, we're going to move there. And they buy that whole place for a million dollars. And it had 27 three-bedroom homes. It had a three barracks, dormitories, and a dining hall, a gymnasium, uh, shops, and, and all this beautiful land there. And they said, we're going to move up there. And so all the students moved up there. And it started growing. And, and so there's the picture of that campus. And you can, uh, you can look here at the campus. And this is, this is across the road from the campus there. 
So you can pass that around there a little bit. So that started, we moved up there, and we started with that Bible college. And um, it was a joy. Wow. Teaching young people the Bible. I was a music teacher. Music. Yes, that was what I was teaching. And uh, I had a wonderful boss that would take me archery hunting. And so we'd go out archery hunting and... uh, and shoot for, look at elk and deer and, and all sorts of things. Of course, now, you don't know my boss, but you know his son. So my boss's name was Ron Ward. Do you know any wards around here? <laughs> so Ryan's dad was my boss. And uh, so there's, there's connections here. A very excellent boss. And we did lots of music. We had um, quite a number of students who were studying music. And some of them went on and got doctor's degrees in music. And, and uh, in fact, there's one that's bringing a tour through here. He would like to come through this church. But unfortunately, it's a date we can't have him. And, uh, but he's bringing his choir from back east. And uh, he's a choir director, a PhD music teacher. Anyway, so teaching there at this Bible college. And things are going quite well, except I'm still, I've got a lot to learn. But we're, we're, people are coming to know the Lord. People are going out and they're witnessing. And, it's, and some people are not doing so good. But there are things going on and it's interesting. The things that you do affect life in big ways. And there were some things going on at this Bible college that were not good. Bible college? Bible college leaders could do things that are not good? Yes. And um, so let me just share the little things that were happening. Um, They didn't have a lot of money. They had to spend a million dollars to buy this campus, borrowed money. Okay, now you have debt. And okay, how do you pay for that debt? Well, you've got to have more students. So we really recruit students and say we've got more students. <clears throat> and uh, the one thing that campus didn't have was an academic center. It had lots of rooms, but didn't have academic centers. So we just said, okay, let's get a, buy, build an academic center. And we built a really nice academic center. And that means more debt, more debt. And now <coughs> debt is a funny thing on you because it's like, oh, if you're not paying a lot on it, the interest increases the amount of debt. And the next year, if you don't pay a lot on it, the interest increases the amount of debt. And pretty soon it's like, oh, this thing is starting to snowball. And it was about that time, this is um, <clears throat> Vietnam War, which you don't even remember, that uh, the Vietnam War was getting over. And that meant while the Vietnam War was on, we'd get more students. Because if you were in college, you didn't have to, didn't have to go to war, didn't have to be a soldier. So we got, we'd get a lot of students because of that. But now the Vietnam War was over, and you could do whatever you wanted. And then some students said, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. And they didn't come to Bible college. And so our enrollment kind of capped off. And, but the budget was said, oh, next year we're going to have this many students, so we'll set our budget here. And we had this many students. Next year we'll set our budget here, and we had this many students. It's like, ooh. And now you have debt, and you have increasing debt, and you can't pay it. What are you going to do? You could be in that situation. You probably will be. You may be in that situation right now. Um, it's, it's one you want to get out of as fast as you can. Well, they said we'll hire uh, a development director and get people to give more. So I have this kind of bad 
five is when they said development director, which I think we need here. But nonetheless, we have this development director, and he says, okay, all you Christians, you need to give us more money because we need it. And uh, then they kind of would do a little bit of this type of thing, you know, twist your arm a little. And if you can't give us money, then you can loan us money. Oh, now you have Christians loaning the school money. That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And because they didn't have money to buy all the things they needed, so we needed some more desks and some more office equipment. And they were on this abandoned radar base, and so they bought this base down here. Again, 27 three-bedroom homes. Ooh, and all these barracks for dorms and dining hall. It's it's a beautiful place. But up on top of the mountain, which there there used to be a radar base up there, and they had their offices up there. And uh, they had extra... No one was up there anymore. It was all abandoned. They had extra equipment up there. So, well, we'll just use theirs. So we'll go up there and take their office equipment and <coughs> use that. It's a little questionable, shaky there. And then when you can't pay your bills, you don't pay your bills. Oh, not so good at things. And things went downhill. Now, the faculty really did not know anything that was going on there, and the students didn't either. It was just the administration, and so we've got this administration is doing things that are very questionable. It came to the point later on where uh, the administrator at that time knew he needed money, and guess what? You could make a million dollars if you funded, helped arrange loans in Africa. And if you gave money to Africa to arrange these loans, and so you worked out, you could get a million dollars. And all you had to do was invest 50000 How many of you think that sounds like a good idea? A million dollars? You could get a million dollars if you helped arrange these loans by just giving them $50,000. They did that. It's called Nigerian email now. It wasn't, there was no email then. And uh, they did that. And by the way, Nigerian email works because there's millions, hundreds of millions of dollars every year that leaves America because they believe these emails still today. Well, a Bible college did that. Can Christians do that? Can Christians be that dumb? Oh. Anyway, uh, we left the Bible college when we finally heard about all the things that were going on and uh, moved to Bozeman and started uh, another program in school. And it was a hard time because the uh, school had not paid salaries for about a year. So I was working there unpaid. Now, it, it was a little better than that because we rented our house from the school because they had these 27 three-bedroom homes. So we rented our house from the school. So if they didn't pay a salary, we didn't pay them rent. So that helped. <clears throat> Um, so part of our salary went to the, to the rent, but um, anyway, it's, and we left. And I'd been glad to stay there and teach forever because literally we could live on nothing because our heat was wood and our meat was deer and we could get those just out the front back door. And so, but it was, it was a hard time. And at that time we moved to Bozeman. We had one little girl. Her name was Alana. She was one year old, and we didn't have any job, and I had an opportunity, and I came here to this church, and they said, why don't you be our worship pastor on a quarter time, $400 a month, and so I was worshiping. That was our 
how was our income? $400 a month for our little family of three. And, uh, but my sisters, two of my sisters were going to college at that time. And they came here and lived with us. So they brought us some, and the Lord provided. So I finished that uh, degree and, and uh, started into business. Well, that time when we moved to Bozeman and other faculty members moved here, um, Ryan's dad, Ron, moved here. There were others and said, this school in Lewistown is going to close, and it did. It closed the next year. Oh, and did they, were they able to, so by that time they had almost a million dollars of unsecured debt. Unsecured debt, that means there's no collateral against that. Unsecured debt, about a million dollars. In addition, they had the secured debt, the debt was secured by their campus. And so they had oodles of debt. And uh, a year later they closed. And when they closed, they sold the campus. It went up for auction. And they didn't do a very wise thing. They didn't say that we can reject all bids. So they auctioned off this 20-some acres with 27 three-bedroom homes and all of this. And at auction, okay, 27 homes and all these in this beautiful location. How much do you think at auction that would sell for? Today or even then? Millions? That's what they expected, but it was less. I think it was $50,000 that the whole thing went for. Um, did they have enough money to pay their bills? <laughs> no, I, I got a, here's, a, here's a letter I got um, afterwards when they finally had to settle things because uh, they owed me um, about $7,500 in salary, which at that time was three-fourths of a year of salary, because I think I was earning about $13,000 a year. So they owed me um, two-thirds of a year or whatever, $7,500, and I got 16% of that. They did sell some, so I got 16%. That was a, a, a benefit. Uh, oh, yes, I should pass this around here, too. So this is when I went there. This is, uh, this is my boss, uh, Ron, and the, the picture they do, that's Ron and I out. If you look in there closely, you'll see Ron and I out archery hunting, and then there's Ryan's big sister. So <clears throat> anyway, NBC, then a group of us that were associated with Big Sky Bible College, MIB, said, okay, we failed. And do you think that's left a bad name, a bad reputation for what? The Lord's name in Montana? Do you think that left? Were there unpaid bills? Were there lots of people that didn't get paid because Christians didn't pay their bills? Is that a good thing? Is the Lord pleased with that? So what do you do? Well, first of all, we really felt, a group of us, uh, that we got together here in Bozeman, um, and said, we really think we should start another Bible college. But we can't do that because Bible colleges have a bad name in Montana. So we got together and started working on it and said, we really need to start. And I have, in fact, I'll give this one to Ryan. You may want to keep some of these things for history because it's like, I don't think the school has copies of these things. <clears throat> 
So here I have a letter from Paradise Valley Community Church. At that time, Maynard Matthewson was pastor there. And here's some minutes from the first, one of our first meetings in 1985. Oh, yeah, that's kind of way before you were born. <laughs> 1985. And uh, <clears throat> so it talks about what we did and who said what. And we really need to have a Bible college here. But we've got to pay off not only our, all of our any expenses that we have, we really need to pay off that debt of the school that was not a part of this school. Now, is that a good thing? To, here, okay, we're starting a new college. How much money did we have? Zero. All of us were poor people. In fact, most of us were people that had been at this other school, and how, many, how much have we been paid the last year? Mm. So... We had lots, we are flush with money as long as you counted the two cents in our back pocket. And uh, so we said, okay, we, we've got to have a, something, we pay off all our debts, pay off all our bills, and we've got to uh, pay off all the unsecured debt on the Bible college. A million dollars. So starting out, beginning, we say, okay, we have a million dollars we need to pay. Where are we going to get that? Didn't have it. Do you suppose God wanted that money paid off? Yeah, whose name was being degraded? Whose name? The glorious name. He wanted that paid off. Doesn't want his name drugged with mud. So, it was the right decision. One we had no money for, it was the right. And here's where a principle comes in. If you attempt to do something God wants done, He's going to help you. So, we decided that um, starting this new college, all the tuition that students gave, and we want to keep that low, all that we wanted to put towards instruction to give them everything they paid for, to our salaries, every bit that the tuition paid, we want to go to instruction. But any gifts that came into the school, we wanted to set aside a significant portion of that to pay off the debt. So any gifts that came into the school, we said, we want to do that. So for a number of years, we would come in and say, okay, we've got, in this last six months, and of course, our budget um, Bible colleges are expensive. We, got to, we had to rent houses for our students. Oh, yes, and renting houses for the students, and then one drops out. Oh, well, okay, did the rent lower because one student didn't come? And then the students go home in the summer, and if you let that home go in the summer, will you be able to rent it in the fall? Mm, probably not likely. So we'd have to pay rent in the summer. So the finances were tight really tight. But we'd say, no, Lord, we need to pay these. And so year after year, we'd take 11% and pay off in that debt. And it would come down. Some people forgave their debts. A little bit come down, but it was slow. But do you think God was doing it? Oh, yes. So I was hoping Harlan 
Durgan would be here today. Har Harlan was one of the founders too. He's a pastor over in Livingston. He's on our board. And uh, I hope he doesn't mind. I'm going to just share a little bit about him too. Uh, Harlan, uh, pastor in Livingston, small church. Uh, do you think uh, he has a lot of money? Mm, nope. Uh, but what he would do is when a beat-up home came for sale in Lewistown, he would find a way that he could borrow enough money to buy it. Again, it was going to be secured by the home, so he wasn't going to be... I mean, borrowing money is okay if you're careful and you pay it back. So he'd put a big down payment on and buy these little beat-up homes, and then he'd go in there, and what would he do? Fix it up himself. Tear down this wall, paint this, fix up this, rip out the carpeting, and fix it up and then rent it out. And uh, God bless that. And this poor pastor, who didn't have much salary, was able to bring in regularly lots of money and give to the school to help pay that debt. A poor pastor. A poor pastor giving lots of money. Anyway, um, the Lord then also... So I started a business. I had a software company, and our software company was up and down and up and down. So we'd be doing this, oh, we've got lots of money, and oh, we have no money. And we lay off everyone in the company, including myself as president. And then, oh, we've got business, we can, but we didn't have debt. So when we laid off everyone, people could come in and volunteer. And uh, the Lord eventually blessed our company uh, with the product that took off, and it, did it took off because of the things we did? Nope, it's because the Lord blessed it. And our company then had enough money that we could add to this, and eventually um, paid off the debt. Let's see if I can find where that is. Oh, pass this back to Ryan. These are some notes for the first meeting. He'll keep that. Um, so. MBC, Montana Bible College, paid off the debt for this former Bible College, Big Sky Bible College, Montana's the Bible. And here is an article in uh, the Lewistown newspaper <clears throat> that thanks the school for paying off its debt. I can remember getting a letter, actually it's a letter from the publisher of the uh, newspaper who was owed a lot of money by the former Bible college, and it said, hmm, I thought there were no, no such thing as Christians, but there are. Because you've done this, we know they're still Christians. So, and uh, so there's that. And then another article that the policy of ABC is no debt. And so this school has had that policy and we want you to have that policy so that you're free to do the things that you want. So I'll let you pass those around. And, um, <clears throat> it's um, This no-debt policy is really important if you want to serve the Lord. You've got to pay your bills as you go. I, my son went to a master's college, and he had a good scholarship down there, and we were able to help him to go down there. <clears throat> and... Uh, on Thanksgiving, he brought home a number of his friends, good, godly men and women, excited to see them and how they were trying to serve the Lord. 
And in talking to them, it was fascinating because as, they, as we talked, they were able to share a bit about their student loans. And this one young man had a, a student loan at that time. He was about ready to graduate, and it was about $50,000. It was going to be a little more, but he had a couple semesters yet, so it was going to be a little more than that. And he was going to be engaged to a young woman in the same school. And another, oh, yes, when you get married, you share your debts, too. And all of a sudden, your debt doubles. And so they had, <clears throat> it was going to be $100,000, $125,000 debt. And they really wanted to serve the Lord in some mission work or youth pastor. And could they afford to do that? Absolutely not. They had to get a good job to pay that debt off and pay out for many, many years. And then maybe serve the Lord. Well, by the time that's gone on and you have this family and you're settled down, uh, does the opportunity come to serve the Lord the same way? It doesn't. So, anyway, then we started. <clears throat> so, NBC has been involved in that for many years. And I brought along a few old um, publications from Montana Bible College, just so you can say, huh, that looks funny. So, here I have one that you'll want to pass around. And this one has a young man that's coming here to be a teacher. Let's see if you can guess who that is. And, and there's his lovely wife and a little girl. And you can pass that around and see... Do you recognize who that might be? <clears throat> it's like, huh, they were young ones. <laughs> and we've had many uh, godly men here come to teach. Here's uh, Dr. Allen. So you can just pass those around. And here, here's an interesting one. Here, here we have a, a graduate of NBC down there that's getting his... Uh, Tassel moved over there, and you can see who that graduate might be. Who's, who's that graduate? Do you recognize that graduate there? Oh, we'll skip that one. <laughs> Here's a class picture from a few years ago. So here's one of our presidents, uh, and you don't know him, Godfrey O'Rear. He's still alive, and he's in... Alabama area there, interesting. And uh, here's, this one's for Danny. Here's Dr. Gary Habermas coming here to speak. And he's one of Danny's favorites. Let's see, what else we show you here? Um, Steve Mathewson, one of our first board members. And he's a pastor in Chicago area now. Oh... Building plans announced, and uh, so we get to build dormitories. Oh, here's one. Gary Brashear's coming here, and oh, Josh McDowell coming here. So we've had you know, lots of godly speakers, and well, I've got a bunch of these here. Um, but it was interesting that then how the Lord provided so we've been renting all these houses, and how do you keep these? Oh, yes, the Lord finally provided enough that we could get some land. And oh, by the way, the land was right next door to this church. We could use this church for classrooms and then have these dorms right next door. And how the Lord provided for those things. <clears throat> so how much debt did we incur 
when he built the men's dorm, which is now the women's dorm, or the women's dorm, which is now the men's dorm, or the library. <clears throat> how much debt? How, how, first of all, how much do those buildings cost? Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. How much debt did we have? None. Why? Because the Lord provided in miraculous ways. Now, <clears throat> okay, let's kind of sum this up. See if I've left out anything here that's too important. <clears throat> Open these old letters. It's like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, here's, here's an interesting one. <clears throat> so one of the ways that God provided <clears throat> was that Big Sky Bible College had been given an estate. Not this school. Big Sky Bible College had been given an estate. <clears throat> and that estate was finally... The people that owned that estate didn't die until after the school had closed. And so now the courts have to decide, we've got this money that belongs to Big Sky Bible College, but Big Sky Bible College is gone. And so what do we do with this money? I think we just give it to the other people that are on this list here. And... Uh, <clears throat> um, we had an attorney in Billings that said, you know, because this school has paid off the debt of that other school, shouldn't this school be considered for that estate? And it went before the judge, and the judge said yes. And so this school then was funded by an estate, which amounts to probably $15,000 a year, twelve dollars to $15,000 a year. Maybe Leota can correct me on that. I don't know how much it is. But... Um, <clears throat> That's been every year. It's like because, oh, so how do we sum this up? Um, when you start doing things a little bit wrong, I can just borrow this equipment and we'll use it because we really need it. And we don't have the money for it. No one is using it up there. We'll just borrow this desks and stuff. When you start doing things a little bit wrong and it grows and grows and grows, what happens? Same thing with you students. You start letting sin abide in your life. I'd rather play video games than study for classes. You let those things build up. And it affects your life. And by the way, life is short. The Bible says it's, your life is a vapor. It's the flower of grass. It lasts a day. And I'm here to say that's true. These pictures that have passed around, ah, oh, I think that was 15 minutes ago those things were happening. No, I know. There were years and years and years. But when you look back, it's like it's not very long. So Lord, help you to live for him today. To keep your lives pure. To encourage each other. You, you can have an impact on the, your neighbor's life, on your roommate. Encouraging them to follow the Lord. Oh, my. Have roommates ever changed people's lives? Absolutely. Absolutely. Please do it. Provoking each other to love and good works. Provoke each other. Do it. <laughs> so <clears throat> I look back at some of these pictures. Let's see if I can find a picture here of uh, some of these. Okay. Yeah, here's some of these groups. Some of, so I had all these singing groups that we took around. And as I look back and say, oh, Look at that man, and look at that man. So here there was this group of, of a, a dozen men, half a dozen men, and three of them have doctor's degrees and are teaching in Bible colleges and are 
impacting hundreds, if not thousands of lives. And that one's divorced. And that one, I have no idea whatever happened. It's like, oh, six men, three or four are just doing marvelous things to the Lord. And a couple others are hmm, not. Lord, keep you moving towards him. All Bible college students, all good men and women. Your life is not determined yet. And you have lots of chances to make it make a difference, not only in your life, but in others. Any questions that I should answer? Do you have any thoughts that I should ask about this school? Because I've left out oodles. All right, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these men and women. And that you've brought them here and you called them and set them aside to make your name glorious. And so, Lord, for, for all of us, I pray that you would continue to cleanse our hearts from sin, to help us keep short accounts with you and to keep moving towards doing the things that are pleasing to you, that honor you, that we would have diligence in the things we study and that not just knowing them academically, but knowing them in our heart, Lord. I thank you so much for these men and women. And, and I, I think of, of the next 50 years and the things that can be done and the people come to know the Lord through the work of these men and women. And Lord, I pray there would be millions, that millions of people would hear your good news, would come to know Jesus Christ because of the influence of these people, the things they do, the things they say, that they would set high goals Thank you so much that you love us and forgive us. 